This episode of the Spoon Mob Podcast is brought to you by Stello Mints. Recently, I was surprised to learn that one-third of Americans are living with extreme stress, and sadly, this effect has only been compounded by the pandemic. This has left millions of people, like myself, trying to figure out how to cope with the ever-increasing pressures from work and life. This is the exact reason why Stello Mints were made. Stello Mints are powered by 5 milligrams of hemp extract, CBD, and come in three bold flavors, lemon, peppermint, and matcha. Each tin contains 30 mints, and each mint is a fast and simple way to feel more calm and clear-minded throughout your day. And now for a limited time, you can get a free sample of Stello Mints by going to stellomints.com. That's S-T-E-L-L-O mints.com and enter the coupon code SpoonMob at checkout for a free sample of Stello Mints with shipping included and get started on your CBD Stello Mint journey today. Welcome to another episode, Parts Now Known, season six, episode six. Yeah. yeah. Borneo. Do you know where Borneo was before this episode? More like Boreo, am I right? <laughs> no, I actually like the episode. Yeah, the episode's um, actually pretty good. It's more along the lines of like the Congo episode. Like it's an adventure kind of episode mm-hmm. more so than it's not really about the food, even though there's some food at the beginning. But did you know where Borneo was before this episode? 100%. No, <laughs> I had to Google it. Yeah, for sure. And then, it, of course, he just shows you on the map and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. But at first uh, they're in... Like they're in the is Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. He flew yeah. into there, Malaysia. Where uh what was that movie where those two towers are in it? Isn't Sean Connery in it? Yeah. And there's like there's a heist and like him and Captain Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I immediately recognized those. Um and then have you ever had black pepper crab? Not that I'm aware of. It looked amazing. I mean, I, I can't imagine any world where that's not going to be good. You know, like I just looked at it and I was like, fuck, I want that. I forget what the name of the, that skyscraper is. Cause at one point it was the tallest building in the world. And then Dubai <gasps> built their stuff. Yeah. So now it's not, but uh, yeah, it was weird. Cause they showed it the Island on the map, but the map was like, <laughs> the map was curved. It wasn't uh wasn't a flat map, you know, so you couldn't mm-hmm. really get like orientation. That's not a flat earth theory or anything. I'm just saying it's just the picture of the map wasn't the best, but it's <laughs> a really funny gift today. Was it the uh, Kyrie Irving one? Yeah. And it's like Kyrie, but then it showed uh, an asteroid hitting like a, an earth shape, like a coin that had the earth in it. And then the asteroid hits it and it like wiggles. And then the dinosaurs fly off. Yeah, wobbles. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaurs, yeah, flew into space. And that's yeah, wobbles died. the better word, not wiggle. Wobble. Yeah, it wobbled. It just like tilted, and a dinosaur flies off. It was pretty great. Um, it's I a great day that. for flat Earth. Flat Earth people, but uh, yeah. So it's the island is apparently the largest island in the world. Which did not know that, but uh, its own ownership of it is like three different uh countries so it's like indonesia has part of it um i forget the i think malaysia has another part so it's it's not even all like it's not its own country and it's also not uh brunei i think has the other part so it's not even like its own like country really it's partially owned um third largest island in the world but it's the largest in the south china sea which is kind of where it is so um yeah, I mean, I'm gonna step on this already, but like, I- I'm not going there. He, <laughs> yeah, it's he, just, I mean, he's been there twice in ten years. It seems like a giant pain in the ass to get there. 
Yeah. I mean, and he had obviously had a connection to it, which the whole episode's about, but for you and I, 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 yeah, I don't see a reason. Like, it's just, it's a heavy lift. And I think it's, it's, you know, he has the luxury or had the luxury of like going to all the places we still want to check off. So maybe somewhere like that seems cooler, but like, I haven't even been to France, so I'm not itching to get to Borneo. You know what I mean? And take like it's a not... motorized canoe up into the jungle. Oh, I was going to ask you if that's one of the long, like, there's a, a shot uh, off the side of their canoe boat, whatever. Um, and they show this blue boat, and I swear it went on for like 100 feet. It was one of the longest boats I've ever, of, that's that narrow. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it has to be flat because, like, there's parts where they have to jump out of the canoe and basically push it. I think the okay. current is so, um, what? I don't know. Uh, the I think the current is so like strong, and then it's so shallow because every time they get out, like they're walking in like rocks. So I think that's part of the reason why it's, I don't think it's very deep. It's just like a really strong current. That's why okay, it has to be like sense. flat. That was my assumption based on what I was kind of seeing. Um, but yeah, like he said the flight. So he described his flight to like Kuala Lumpur as being five Mark Wahlberg movies long. I wrote uh, that down too. Yeah. Which is a great way to describe it. But I mean, from here to Kuala Lumpur is probably, 16 18 hour flight and then another two hour flight to borneo and then you're going what at least half a day i mean they got there as pitch black dark even if they left like late morning probably 10 hours in a boat going up river it's just a big no for me and then we're not getting choppered out at the end like you and i don't have the budget for that (laughs) he's like i'm not taking a boat back yeah (laughs) take a helicopter and throughout the the, uh i'm sure you noticed this too and like having learned more and more about bourdain but there there was just so much i don't know if he was a big platoon fan but um i definitely saw a lot of apocalypse now in this episode um just the way they're going down the river the way it was shot some of the music um yeah, it was so kind I, of the same I found that the, pretty cool. The Congo episode was kind of yeah. Well, I guess the Congo episode is actually based, or the movie Apocalypse Now is based off that guy's book that he wrote. Right. So that's kind of the connection there. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty similar. Anytime you're going up a river, it was also a, interesting watching this episode, <laughs> having seen the uh, the documentary Roadrunner, where you are able to like piece together like where he is at in this point in his life and what this whole thing is. And then, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, where we're headed, I guess. Um, yeah. So it was, it was like kind of cool, but it was also kind of a bummer because you're like, Oh, he's going to meet that Italian chick soon. And this is going to get weird. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I couldn't help yeah. but think about that. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Cause that's kind of like the start of the last chapter. Mm-hmm. pretty much like once he meets meets up with her um but yeah kuala lumpur it's malaysia's capital city made of malay chinese and indian primarily 
street markets. I have not been there. Katie has been there. Um, you would, you didn't go to Kuala Lumpur? Yeah, KL as the locals call it. Little lingo there for you. But um, yeah, he was drinking like a tiger beer. That's like kind of like our Bud Light, our Miller Light, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think I've actually had one. Yeah, it's, it's like, like all like over some Asia. random bar. Yeah, yeah. But then the bowl of noodles and the black pepper crab. Um, yeah, he was going. To, the reason he was going was to Guai, which is that annual rice harvesting festival. But it's basically just them eating, drinking, passing out, waking up, eating, drinking, passing out, waking up for like four days straight. All I could think about was like how much Bert Kreischer would probably love that. That just sounds so, yeah, I don't know. You wonder like, would he, or would it be like after two days, like he's, he's even tapped. That's a lot. No. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So because they're drinking like. I wrote down a bunch of it, but they're just drinking everything. Like they're drinking Johnny Walker, red label. There's beer, there's wine. There's a whole bunch of different liquors. There's Jack Daniels. There's Tuwok, which is like a rice wine. There's Langkow, which is distilled Tuwok. So distilled rice wine. That was like this, just the stuff that I could even write down. So anything that 69 too, which is another type of scotch, like just, there you go. I don't know about you, but scotch is just not, it's not for me, you know? Um, I, I don't think I've had it enough to say whether it's not for me or it is, but I just also don't really have much of an interest. Yeah. And so, I mean, and I had like, I've tried, you know, regular run of the mill, like $50 a bottle scotch, which I think any scotch person would be like, that's usually trash. Like, <laughs> but then I had a, a bottle that was markedly more expensive and I was still just like, Ooh, man, there's like, there's something, there's this little taste, the peatiness, the smoke is fine. It's something in that peat that just doesn't, it's this weird sweetness that happens. And I could not. So to just, so for me thinking about drinking that for four days on top of all that other stuff, like, I think my liver would just have popped out of my abdomen and just ran away uh long cow is another thing which was some sort of random concoction that they made and they put a mosquito coil in there yeah so, okay so i heard that too what does that mean what's a mosquito coil i believe like, i have mos- an idea i believe but- a mosquito coil is something that repels mosquitoes okay well yeah i mean but like, like something that you stick it, like in the ground probably like is a it like poison dart. Uh, I, I mean, it's not going to be good for you. <laughs> that's what I was like. That's what I want to know is like how, you know, it's like people that are like, uh, put a little rat poison. In. It's like, whoa, dude, hold on. How much rat poison did you put in there? Cause yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. Let's see. Mosquito coil. But oh, think- it is. It's literally like we've seen the, that can't be good for you. Here, I'm going to, I show you a picture of it. Maybe you can see. Oh God. I'm really bad at this. Yeah. Okay. It looks yeah. like a st- the eye on an old electric stove before yeah. they switched everything to glass. And there's obviously a chemical in that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's at least, it at least has citronella in it, which is, I believe citronella, if you ingest too much of it, it's poisonous. 
like you're not supposed to eat citronella a citronella plant but right i think you can kind of get away with it do not use indoors that's where we start so that can't be good (laughs) the fumes alone are not yeah you can light it on fire for seven hours that's also probably not good um but i'm not seeing any chemicals I guess the question would be, did they are, was it a used mosquito coil or was it a new one? Oh, let's see. If you inhale it, move to fresh air. And if you stop breathing, call 911. Um, inhaled. Maybe if after you light it and use it, like maybe all that stuff's kind of burnt off. So it's a little bit different. It becomes like one of those, um, what is it? Yeah. A stav that you can put in like bourbon and stuff to age it it says wash thoroughly with soap and water even after you t- like if you touch it and then go to eat like you can get really sick um hmm. don't let it get in the groundwater it's really toxic to bees <laughs> uh, but it's fine if you mix it with some other spirits and just let it age let's see what py- right. pyrethins are pyrethrins was that a chemical that's in it yeah, I think I finally found it at the bottom. Whoa. Chrysanthemums produce it naturally. But it's, yeah, it's a insecticide. Okay. Anyway, that's our, you've already learned what Borneo is the third largest island in the world. Yep. And that you don't want mosquito coils in your liquor. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two good takeaways. <laughs> uh, I don't have any tattoos, but uh, I definitely have way less interest than ever having a tattoo done the way he did. I don't care if it's the authentic way. <laughs> that looks just excruciatingly painful, especially on your sternum. And also drastically time consuming. Yeah. And also, you know, like, I don't think he did that on the first day. So can you imagine having that rough, like hangover sweat where you kind of almost have like a little chill to you and then some guys just banging a fucking needle in your chest. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad yeah. day. It looked fucking cool. So, but still, I didn't man. think it looked that cool. It looked like it was just a star in the middle of his chest. It's like, okay, but it's like not something everybody's going to have. Maybe that's it's unique ish kind of look like a prison tat. Yeah. I mean, that's how they do it in prison, right? Yeah. I, well, I think it's a variation of that. Oh, I think they actually make guns in prison. Like they I mean, make the actual. Probably. They're pretty crafty. Yeah. You ever seen them like make uh, like how they cook in toilets and stuff? Yeah. I've seen some video. I mean, there's some of that on the talk. You can fall into that lane. <laughs> well, there was one where the chef, I can't remember who it was. The chef? But, hmm. No, it was a like a real chef. That oh, had, like, okay. A restaurant. <laughs> I thought you were trained. Of this dude yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, in no, prison, no. like, well, this chef he, right here. <laughs> he cooks with a guy who was like the learn how to cook in prison that way, and they cook something together, and you're like watching it come together, and even the chef's like, dude, I don't know about this. Like, this that should not go together. But then he tries it, and he's like, oh damn, that's that's actually pretty good, man. Like. I'm really shocked. Like I thought this was going to be terrible, but um, cause they, I mean, they just start putting stuff together. That's like, Whoa, I don't. Like, did you ever see, I, I don't think it was a TikTok, but it was like, 
guy making like a grilled cheese and he used like a, an iron. And then at the end, he's like, are you talking yeah. about, uh, he <laughs> yeah, got he, game with this. You talking about Denzel? No, <laughs> no. It's, so the guy does the whole thing. He makes like a grilled cheese, like with like an iron that he's on clothes. And then at the end, he's like, and now it's time to throw away the iron and get a new one. <laughs> Cause it ruins. Oh, that's the funny. Iron. Yeah. That's funny. It's not a, it's not, I mean, it's probably on TikTok now, but it wasn't something that originated there. Speaking of hotels, I just think of when I think of irons, I think of uh, always having one in your hotel room and every now and then you'll use one and you're like, what is on this? Uh, but then I, I uh, yeah, it usually came across something on Reddit the other day and it was basically going into detail about how people piss in the coffee pots and that anyone that works in a hotel never uses the coffee pot in your room. I never use it. Yeah, I have used it before. Cause I was like, it was one of the first times I stayed in a hotel and I was like, Oh, this is cool. I have coffee in my room. Didn't you, think most of them, I think have Keurigs now though. They probably do. This is the old, you remember you get the little pocky puck. You know, if you never used it, you don't know, but it was just like an individual filtered coffee. It's a super all ready eight? to go. What are huh? you talking here? Super eight motel six. This is a, this is probably a Hampton Inn or higher. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I never stayed at a super eight. A la quinta. Actually, that's not true because one time I went to a game uh, in Athens, Georgia. It was a South Carolina, Georgia game. And pretty much all those college towns do this where you stay in like a Howard Johnson that's normally $39 a night, but the weekend it's $250. Yeah, not good, man. Not good. What's the nicest hotel you ever stayed at? Not nothing that nice, really. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I haven't really stayed in any nice hotels. Maybe the Waldorf Astoria in New York, but that was really was that's not like crazy nice. That's like I've the, never been to like a Four Seasons or a, a Ritz Carlton. That's not the. Is that the hotel that they filmed like Home Alone at? Maybe I don't is know the Waldorf. I know it's like an old New York institution your boy was hotel in there too. Um. Your boy filmed a little cameo in there. Who's my boy, Trump? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely my boy. Um, what about you? It's got to be um, way nicer than that. Yeah. When we went to Australia in Sydney, I don't, I still don't to this day, don't know why, but we were able to stay at a four, the four seasons there because it was the nightly rate was like equal to like a Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it was like it was really strange, and I was like, "Well, yeah, obviously I'm going to do that." Is, it, is there asbestos somewhere I don't know about? Like, what? Are yeah, you guys it was. Not it was telling me? I don't. There, I don't know why it was like such a low rate. Like that was equal with kind of everything else around it. But it was like, yeah, why wouldn't we stay there? Yeah, because they yeah, they're not on like Expedia, right? Uh, I mean, that you one was. Like, Whoa! I don't know if it was because it was international or something or what. I mean, it probably isn't on there anymore. Um, yeah. They come up every once in a while, I thought, but, but yeah, that was probably the nicest hotel. How was it? Was it worth, I yeah. mean, if it had, if it had been more, I said, yeah. Okay. They like, I don't know. They must have, they have some sort of, somebody's going to probably write in and be like, you're a fucking idiot. They must have some sort of like sensor or something for like when you shut the door. Cause like every time we left, we would come back and like, they redid the room, like made the bed, like dropped off waters, like all this stuff. Like, even if you like 
were in your room for an hour and like you took a pillow and like threw it on the floor and then went out, like got coffee, came back, like the pillow would be back on the bed, like pristine. Like that's like their thing. Oh, that's wild. Like there's never towels like on the, on the ground. Like if you use a towel, like they swap it out. Like it's always new towels. Like how many bathrobes come standard with the room too? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. That's how uh, Tony Kornheiser measures hotels. <laughs> it's like a two bathrobe hotel. That's like, you're getting into like the four seasons Ritz Carlton kind of a thing. He doesn't even, he's scared to fly though. He doesn't even go anywhere really anymore. He's like deathly ill of flying, like scared of flying. Yeah. He's okay. If uh, I used to listen to his podcast, but he, uh, what he does now is like, they basically escort someone. They have someone like escort with him and they like, he's able to talk to the pilots beforehand. And like, they just like, Hey, the weather's going to be nice today. Don't worry about it. Cause it's like, they know, but he has, so I can't remember which airline he's hooked up with, but, um, cause he used I, to like Xanax the shit out of himself. Like, basically, yeah, yeah. Like, no, he still hates it. And I, it's trainer, uh, trainer car if he can, but sometimes he'll, he'll get on a plane and, uh, he has like a flying shirt and that that's like, he always wears, it's like tattered now. And, uh, lucky, I, lucky, plane I think shirt. a Walkman, like, I think a legit Walkman with like a re- relaxation tape on it. Like, and like his son, like they all make fun of him for it. And he kind of makes fun of himself, but like, it's like, I don't know, man, I just, I hate flying. I wonder what, what, cause like when he was working as a reporter, like, I wonder what happened. Cause like he's covered Olympics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like what was the event? Like, did the plane almost go down and like, you're just, your psyche was damaged. Like, what was it that, cause I mean, he flew, like he went to, I think he went to like Japan for the Olympics, right? Like Nagano was in like 98 or something. I know he went to Lillehammer cause he has a Lillehammer yeah. coat. I know way too much about Tony Cornish. This started to get creepy. Um, but no, it is an interesting question. Like he obviously did it, but maybe either something traumatic happened or he just kept doing it. And then just anxiety just built up over time. I don't know. I don't know. How that, I'm just glad I don't have it. Yeah. I did. One time I did start to spiral on a plane for about like a minute. Like, and I was just starting to freak. I was like, what is something? That, but then I was just like, what you're not so you're just going to be afraid of flying the rest of your life. So I just cut it off. It was literally like a minute, but I was like, this is how it starts. Yeah. I've never really had an issue with flying. I mean, I don't like heights, but like, I mean, even when a kid, like when I was a kid and the first time we got on a plane, like the only part that ever got me was like, after you take off, you have that, like that one little dip where you're kind of weightless for mm-hmm. like a second. Mm-hmm. You're like, are we going down? Oh, okay. No, we're not. Once you like get sucked down into your seat and everything, but that was the only part that ever really got me. But otherwise now I'm fine. Yeah. I saw a video the other day, probably a week or two ago of like a plane hitting like real turbulence where shit was falling out of the overheads. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. And they're like nine people sprained their necks. And I was like, Oh, I just can't. man, I just can't imagine. Like, I mean, obviously if something worse were to happen, but just like, you're just coming back from vacation and you have, you end up spraining your neck on a plane. I don't know what that feels like, but I guarantee it's not good. And it's not over in a day. Like you're, you're probably rocking a brace for a month or two. Yeah. Cause I got to imagine that with the, the altitude, maybe it doesn't matter. Cause if you're pressurized or everything, but I would imagine with the altitude, like it doesn't feel as bad initially, but then once you get on the ground, like it's 
probably really painful, like more mm-hmm. so than like even the delay if you're in a car accident. Like, because in the car accident, once your adrenaline goes down, that's when like the pain comes in. Mm-hmm. But I bet it's probably way worse going from like plane to ground injury. That's that's probably not great, not fun. Which is exactly why I don't want to get on a plane for 15 hours to end up in Borneo. <laughs> uh, the longhouse thing that they were staying at that looks like just a it, to me, it looks like a middle school that got converted in the apartment complex. Can I say something weird? Um, of course I can. Or like an elementary school. But when they showed an aerial shot of this, it looked like Jonestown. <laughs> and I couldn't like get cult? that out of my head. Yeah, no, just just the buildings and stuff. And the I mean, it literally um there was it just reminded me of this aerial shot I've seen of Jonestown without the dead people strewn about, obviously. Yeah, apparently at one point they like kept people's skulls it had something to do with like uh communist like war that they were in i don't know if it was uh, let me see if i can find it they fought yeah they fought against the communist guerrillas in the british during the malay war i guess and took heads and skulls but now they don't like display the skulls anymore apparently I have no idea. I don't even know anything about the Malay war. I couldn't tell you. All I know is the British are involved, which is not surprising, um, but that's kind of all I got on that. Um, yeah. I, I had not heard of it. Like when they were talking about it, I was like, I don't even know when that happened. I knew nothing about it. Yeah. I have no idea. But also just knowing every time that the British empire engaged in battle. I mean, how long would that book be? They were just um, fighting all over the world for hundreds of years. Like, it's just, yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, oh, sorry. I missed the Malay war. Oh, you know, <laughs> like that's like a deep extra level or extra credit question right there. Can you imagine being like, like a British, like general during that time? And just your entire life has just spent in some foreign country, just like fighting the indigenous people <laughs> until eventually you get killed. Or you just die on your own of natural causes. It's fucking miserable, man. <laughs> be a rough life to live. Rough way to go. I don't know. Uh, timbering is depleting the forest, which not a surprise. I mean, that's when this was filmed. Like, I mean, this was, I think, filmed in 2014, I think they said. So, yeah, I mean, that stuff's going on in Brazil now with with the red forest out there. Um What? Well, they said this was because of timbering. Yeah, they do it like every year. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, but this was like encroaching. Like it wasn't just the annual timbering. I think it was more because it's like taken away from the river and stuff. Is what they were saying. But um, yeah, I don't know. They had electricity, diesel generator, plumbing. Still took showers in the river. They karaoke. Not a karaoke person, but I can't imagine being hammered and listening to the karaoke for four days straight. But oh god, no, dude. Oh, I guess if you get drunk enough, it would be okay. And they're all just hammered. So I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, it's weird. the the scene where like he kills the pig with the spear. 
it's kind of weird because like he looks really miserable, but he said he didn't really like feel anything. But so maybe yeah. he's just miserable because it's pouring down rain and he's been standing there for like 15 minutes. I don't know. I think that's what it was. It was just like we don't know how long he was standing there. Right. But yeah, it had to be a while. Cause he looked like, like away by the river and they hadn't even like caught the pig yet. And he's like, Jesus right. dude. Yeah. Cause that's uh yeah. You get to a point like where you're, you accept that like you're soaked in a rainstorm, mm-hmm. but then eventually you snap. If you're like still in that rain for too long, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that was it. Um, I mean, no fighting, no arguing politics. I thought was funny. They said that pretty much anything else kind of went just everybody getting wasted. I mean, there's not, there's not too much else in terms of notes. Um, they went to the one place that like definitely where they showed some food is before they left was that auntie Annie's place, Kampong style restaurant. Like they had roast beef, poached egg, rendang. That looked really good. That stuff. She was like the former actress. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that scene. I didn't take any notes on that. <laughs> um, I did take a note on Down by the River, the Neil Young song. Um, it's not often you hear that referenced. Neil yeah, Young, I underrated know. guitarist. I don't know that, that song. Um, yeah, Google it after. If you like guitar, it's pretty good. But it's, you know, you got to got to be in the mood for neil young he's very specific yeah i think some of his stuff is like yeah like some of it obviously is iconic but i always felt like it was like he should have worked on the song like maybe a little bit more (laughs) on some i'm just no i'm laughing because like he's one of the he's one of the best artists of the past 50 years and raised like hey man can you just workshop that a little more? I don't. I don't think you're giving us the finished product. That's hilarious. I'm just, I'm just saying, some of his music sounds a little unfinished. Okay, but maybe that's just you know what he's going for. Maybe he's like Kanye, where okay. no song is ever finished. You know. But did he sample from thirty other songs to make his song? No, Donda. <laughs> Donda. I haven't heard any of that album. Honestly, you don't need to. I don't want to, but like, I haven't been avoiding it. It's just, it has not at all bled into my life whatsoever. Yeah. If you're going to listen to a new album, neither has the Drake album. I was going to say anything from that either. Nas's album would be the one just saying, I mean, I know I feel like that's more your speed anyway. It's more both of our speeds, but although, I mean, 10 years ago, Kanye was the shit. Like everybody liked Kanye, but he just got weird and that happens. Really weird. Mm Mm-hmm really strange like he's not too far off from like starting to build a theme park for children like that's the the level of yeah i mean he does he does have the space in wyoming or wherever the hell his ranch is right so oh that's right Mm. it would be really funny as if like kanye and joe rogan like and they go up like end up elk hunting together or something that would just make me really happy yeah i don't know man that's that'd be weird would you even know it happened though i don't know 
Joe Rogan's another one who's he's kind of losing it, man. Like it's just like every time you hear him, he's just like complaining either about homelessness, COVID, or Biden. And it's like, bro, has Biden been the best president ever? No. But I mean, there is stability, even with his cognitive decline, if you will. Steep decline. I mean, it's it's coming down the hill fast. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. at least he's not like, you know, just trying to like buy Greenland or some shit on a Wednesday. I mean, at least that was interesting, you know, <laughs> can we actually do that? No, no, we can't. They're their own no. sovereign nation. Okay. We can't yeah. do that. Well, I mean, he's, uh, you never know. Like I just looking into it, just throwing it out there. That's like Trump's thing. Just throwing it out there. He literally would just say some shit and be like, huh? All right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, that, 2024 is going to be interesting. Oh boy. I don't know what's going to happen because I mean, Biden's not going to run again, right? I don't, I can't see it. He'd be like 84, right? Yeah. That's really, really old to be president. To do anything. A lot of people don't even make it close to 84, you know? Shout out to all our 84 year olds and higher listeners. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's probably like one trying to break into that senior citizen market, trying to teach yeah, them how to use a podcast. Stay tuned. We're going to have a, a catheter <laughs> commercial. Just hold on. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Cause yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think we've talked about it before, but like, I just, I don't know who all is going to run. I don't think anybody really knows. Cause it's like, obviously DeSantis wants to run, but him and Trump don't get along. So if Trump's going to run, then those two are going to be going back and forth. Will DeSantis like record on COVID even matter? Or is that like by the time we get around to like the primaries, like people have forgotten like, Oh yeah. Like I was terrible with like COVID, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I shouldn't even brought it up because it's such a <laughs> rabbit hole. I mean, it, you know what I mean? Like there's so many theories floating around. It's going to, yeah, that's going to be weird. Much like Bourdain in this episode, America's trying to find itself. It's going through a lot of turmoil and yeah, maybe we all just need to get drunk on the floor for four days. <laughs> just everybody has a reset. Can't get any worse, you know? No, it's true. Yeah. It's... Although that's kind of what the beginning of COVID was. It just wasn't coordinated. But a lot of people were on the sauce, myself included, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, fuck. It's Wednesday night. I'm still stuck in my apartment all alone. I guess I'll drink something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's, just, yeah, compiled. And you're like, nope, still don't feel anything. Guess I'll have another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was happy I met steve at the dog park at least we could go drink together you know it's like the only social interaction i had for months yeah i can't imagine like have you seen the stuff like it's going on in australia uh yeah that guy got that was getting arrested because he didn't have his mask on outside 100 meters from his home which is also like i don't know if all that's true but if it's even close to true and they're like well can he just put the mask on and like no and it's like well then, all so right then. Then you're gonna put him in a car with you, take him to a police station, put him in a cell that's not sealed off from all the other 
cells and deaths yeah, it makes around no it. Sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aren't you just actually exposing yourself and your colleagues to it? If he has hundred percent COVID more so than just being like, yo dude, here's a $50 ticket. Put your mask on next time. See in court. Yeah. It makes zero sense, man. You know? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. That was an awesome sneeze, by the way, in the background. All right. I think we're done with the sneezes. Uh, would you go there? No, it's, it, there's just no way I'm putting up with all that to get there. It's not happening. Agreed. I didn't make a promise to anyone, so I don't have to go. Yeah. Uh, thing I learned, third largest island in the world. Australia is the first. I just don't know what would is second Greenland. Is Greenland an island technically? Yeah. Right. I, yeah, it is. It, Why are we struggling? It, of course, or it would is. it be like Madag- that? Or would it be Madagascar? Yeah, I don't know. See, they they kind of shortchange Africa on the maps, like it's way bigger than it looks. Yeah. So it's a good question. I don't know. Uh. Greenland's the largest. Yeah, it is an island. I like we knew that inherently, but oh, they don't consider Australia an island. Interesting. How? How is Australia not an well, island? It can be. I don't, it can be both. It can be an island and a continent. An island is completely surrounded by water. And every single continent is an island. Yeah. No. Because the Americas aren't a continent. But North America and South America are Antarctica yeah. and this is dude, there's gonna I really hope there's like a geography <laughs> major professor someone so what's just the like list all say? you guys what's, are idiots. What's the list say for order of largest islands? Like give me the top three. You know Borneo's three. What's one? Greenland, New Guinea, Borneo, Madagascar. New Guinea is two and Madagascar is four. Interesting. I still say Australia is an island, but all right. Uh, best scene, probably the going up the river in the canoe scene. It's pretty entertaining. I thought. I don't know. What do you have for that? Um, did I write it down? <laughs> we can hear you. No, I know, I know. Um. I think it was him getting choppered out. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> That's the only reason. Like I just, anytime you get choppered out of somewhere, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, best quote. He's got a couple, uh, but probably the most famous one is uh, my body is like an old car. Another dent ain't going to make a bit of difference. Um, that was the Mark Wahlberg stuff. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Or the uh, the Neil Young and then like the little piggy by the river. I thought instead of the shot his lady down by the river. No guest host. Food you'd want to try. I put, I mean, the food that he had at Auntie, Auntie Aini, the, the actress's restaurant um, before they left. All that looked pretty amazing. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And he kind of, because... You know, he's talked about he doesn't do a lot of like it's delicious or whatever. 
but just the way he described how well it was done, that might be mine. Even as cool as the black pepper crab looked and like, I'm a sucker for crab. I think I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I think you can find like, you would probably be able to find black pepper crab somewhere here in the States. Right. Mm -hmm. But like to find like the authentic stuff that she was cooking, like you have to go there kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this rank- is what I'm curious, or, or maybe we're not there yet. Where are you going to say? Ranking? Yeah, 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 yeah. I put I it at eight, 18. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Like, it's a, it's a pretty good episode. I think it's also kind of one of the more famous episodes. Um, people might, might not remember, like, the name of the episode, but they remember, like, the canoe seeing him stand in the rain. So pretty yeah. kind of photos. I think it's either it's like I think it's my new number 16. I moved Jamaica. Okay. Because I don't know that it's better than it might be better than Miami, but I also I remember really liking the Miami episode. Yeah, I, I, the Miami episode's better. Yeah. I think than this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still a good episode. I mean, it's it's definitely the highest ranked one we've had or past few few ones that we've watched next one i think is uh is it turkey or is it istanbul next yeah i mean i know i just don't remember what it's titled if they call it turkey if they call it istanbul i swear it was istanbul but some streaming apps might have changed it so maybe it's just turkey now i don't know but but it's that one and then charleston is the the season yeah i definitely know it's charleston it's the last one I, I remember actually really liking the Istanbul episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, I got a hot take on Bill Murray for that episode. Uh, the Charleston one? Yeah. I was like, wait, did he show up in Istanbul? No. Not Bill Murray take. It is called Istanbul. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really. Uh, that's all I got. I don't really have anything else. I mean, it's it for the episode. It's a good episode. I'd recommend it. Um, yeah, check out past episodes of the podcast. Get caught up. Make sure you watch Istanbul and Charleston in the next two episodes. Catch up on chefs and guests. Subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you use. The early uh, chef interview episodes of chefs and guests. I think it's like the first, maybe like 12, like I kind of did myself. I did a pretty good job, but I'm also not a professional. So Andrew's going back through those. Um, and as they get done, um, uploading the audio into the feed and then also putting them on YouTube, uh, in order to as well. So if you go to the YouTube channel, I think the first three are up so far, which is Jay Clevin, uh, Kevin Wang and Jacob Inscore. Um, so we're going through all those and we'll get them all up on YouTube. Uh, they should be done. I mean, we should have all the chef interviews up on YouTube before the end of the year. Um, so we're just kind of going through them and getting caught up on that, but, uh, yeah, check out chefs and guests comes out every Thursday. Uh, tomorrow's episode is with Aaron Klaus, who's the pastry chef for, uh, the A&R creative group there. So it's, uh, the A&R restaurant group, which is like alchemy and the market Italian village and hoof hearted and, uh, the crest. So he does all the pastries, uh, all the desserts and stuff for all those restaurants. He creates them and 
he competed on like the Halloween baking championship show, like uh, last year, I think, because it was during COVID and stuff. So we talk about that. It's pretty interesting, like to kind of learn how cooking on TV really works with like the starting, the stopping, the resetting, like all that stuff um, where it's not just like this. Yeah. You cook for 30 minutes and then we're done kind of thing. Like it's a production. It's like a thing. So that comes out tomorrow. So check that out. Um, But yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.